Welcome to Once Upon a Sunday Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Josh. With me is Dirtbag Dave and our our guest from where are you from? Is that still a thing? What you guys special do? Guest. <laughs> special, my special, special guest, guest Marco. Well, I'm just gonna leave it as Marco, one of our just, favorite people in the whole world. Marco. <laughs> that's, all, that's all you need to know. By the way, Marco, you you could have set me up a little bit more. I had no idea. We're just one second talking about your insurance rates, and then all of a sudden the screen's black, and I'm sitting here like, <laughs> yeah, you probably could have given him more. Like, like, fucking, <laughs> like, let me know what's go. going on a little bit. Yeah, he's just I like, mean, all right, boom, hit start. I mean, look, I want to do a tight 45 tonight. I ain't got much time. Um, I'm so high. I have no idea what's happening. I hope you guys are good. Um, I'm great. Yeah, exactly. Dave, I promise you, I took one little, one this much of a puff. I was done till 2 p.m. today. I couldn't think. That makes me so, I think that's awesome. But that annoys the shit out of me. Because I've been trying to get high with the shit you gave me, and it sucks so bad. Oh, there's, whatever. There's very few things that are good about living in New Jersey, but one good thing is as of tomorrow, it's, it's the same as alcohol. You can buy it anywhere as long as you're 21, no med really? card, anything. Oh, that's cool. Yep. Oh, that's nice. So did you one, have to, one nice thing about New Jersey. Did you have to have a medical card before, or was it was – it, because um, here, in, I, I, that's what we sure. do in Florida. I have to have a card. Oh, you had to okay. have one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, well, or you just have to know someone that has one. <laughs> or that too. All right, let's get right into business. We are breaking down auction startup drafts. I know a lot of startup drafts have already happened. More will happen. We will all get bored during the summer and we will all join at least one or two or three or four or five new startups. And we want to make sure you guys are drafting like big boys, like like you're supposed to draft auction style. Snakes, this is not 1999 anymore. We can move on. Drafting by ADP is a joke these days. It's like you're a robot. So let's give you some auction tips and how to build your team the way you want it. The way you envision your team, you can do that with an auction. Not so much of a snake, but auctions are way, the way to go. Marco. Yeah. What's up? Do you agree with everything I said? You're a snake guy still, I think. Yeah. No, snake. Listen, snake. I The only reason I ever like playing snake is if I'm in a league with fucking idiots who could ruin the entire draft <clears throat> when you're doing an auction because they have no idea what they're doing, right? Like, auction is don't know what you're doing. You can ruin the entire league by drafting a horrendous team. Snake holds your hand, so when you're playing with idiots, they just, you know, at least they get somebody on ADP, and it's not that bad of a fuck-up. That's yeah, the only yeah. reason I like it. Yeah, so the ADP is like literally like training wheels. Dave, remember exactly. that startup we did where somebody traded a first round pick to trade up to <laughs> select a defense? Don't start. I forgot all about that. I really forgot all about that. Oh my god! In a dice? What? Yes. It so was like it, is, the yeah. it was like the sixteen. You know what it was too? It was sweet. It was uh, no way. Yeah, he like a he, yeah. It was he traded like a sixteenth round pick no, sweep to didn't. trade up. No, no, sweep. no, not sweep, sweep didn't. No, no, no. The guy traded with Sweet. Uh, okay. He traded. Sweet to ben yes. Right, yeah. 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 He, this random guy traded his like 16th, his first round pick the next year for like a 16th round pick to, yeah, to get a defense. This is when we were still playing with defenses. And we're like, just fucking. And I told the guy, it's funny because I told the guy, no, don't do it. Don't do it. And he still did it. And then afterwards, when I'm like clowning him, we all are, he's like, he's like, uh, he said something because I'm the commissioner. <clears throat> Something that things like don't put that trade through because they had to, oh someone had to make a drop that's what it was it was too many players 
And uh, I'm like, dude, I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna. I'm a commissioner. You made a trade. Like you gotta, you gotta eat it. Like I'm sorry. Like what do you want me to do? Don't. He's like, he's like mad at me because it's my, it's my fault. I'm like, I didn't make you accept. Like I didn't make you do that. I didn't make you send it. If it was Josh or anybody else, I would put the trade through. Like I, we literally all tried to warn you. Like I'm sorry that you're an idiot. Like sucks to be you. And he left so. the league literally the next year. Yeah, like yeah, like a year later. He and he wanted to, you know he told me he he blamed me. Like he was mad at me, like I was trying to sabotage him. Yeah, that's my fault that you're a fucking moron. Okay. <clears throat> what that you didn't hold anyway. Yeah, apparently I had to yeah, click accept and reject for him too. Yep. Hey Dave. <laughs> um so you're we you know, I talked to Marco about his auction. What he likes better. Like, are you still a snake guy or are you just full on auction at this point? So Snake drafts are fun because, I mean, like, when we do our, our redraft leagues every year, like, you know what I mean? They're still fun. You still, you, you see the board coming up, you you know, you hope this guy will fall to you. And you're, you know, when you get sniped, I mean, that's the worst. Like, we all know that feeling. You know, you're a peak or two away, there's a guy you really want, and you get sniped, like, that sucks. Um, but overall, it's, you're used to it, and I'm fine with it, I don't mind. But auctions are just, like, on a different level of, like, one strategy and two like fun because you literally have a chance to get anybody like literally anybody you can have on your team if you want that guy you bad enough you can go get him so it's uh it's a lot more strategy and a lot more fun and i love them i think they're a lot of fun especially the ones that go you know the long drafts not these fast like 45 seconds like those are fun too for redraft but those are quick. Not- those are like oh shit what's going down but those are fun yeah. because you're just like i remember one year Internet was so bad on my phone. It was uh, with Christian McCaffrey before he was Christian McCaffrey. And I want, remember, Dave, I wanted him no matter what. I got him on all those leagues. I brag about it to this day. Yeah. I was, well, do you? I do a little yeah, bit. Yeah, we've all heard so, it. We've all heard anyway, it. Never heard you talk about it, Josh. <laughs> I was doing a fast draft, and Andre was the one making fun of me the most about CMC, telling me CMC's a bum, like you're so stupid. So I bid on CMC like I do, and my phone internet was so slow, and he kept on bidding me up. So I hit bid, 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 bid. So many fucking times it went to like $55. And I'm like, at the time, his projection was like $22. I'm like, oh, no. <clears throat> that was the year CMC went nuts, and I went all, I won the league probably. So um, that's yeah. what I hate about well, fast traps. They can get away from you because you're just boom, 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 pounding all your money. You have no time to think. And that's what yeah. happened to me. The slow drafts, you have too much time. You got a full fucking Yeah, sometimes, hours, sometimes, yeah. That's the thing is sometimes if you got you got too much, that's exactly what happens. You have too much time to think and you overthink it, yep. and then you you can you can hurt yourself. Yeah, and you, that's you, that's when you're like, you know what? I need to add an extra ten bucks to this guy because I really I really don't want to lose it. It's like you're already twenty bucks over budget. Like what the fuck yeah. are you doing? Like, well, and you're the, like I don't the, care. The <laughs> thing them. about the thing about overthinking it though is I know and Dave, you we and I we talk during these <clears throat> auction drive. We do. We Marco. We we talk. Yeah. The thing is. I know what I'm doing before, like, okay, at 8 o'clock tonight, I'm going to check. That gives that player 55 more minutes. Then I'll start bidding on the player because that gives me a whole day to figure out what I want to do, where I want to go. Like, we all know what what we're going to do. If someone bids on my T. Higgins, okay, I'm going after these guys. Like, you just know you have to play the board perfectly. And I think a lot of guys out there just don't think about that stuff. They just think, I want this player and this player. They're not thinking, well, okay, I got outbid on Eckler. But I can go buy Aaron Jones for cheaper and save twenty bucks. Not the right. same player, but at least it's a discount. Where other people are like, I'm going back to Eckler. Like they don't know how to manage their money. It it just depends on how bad you want him, how much you like him. Like you wanted to see him see that one time. You just went nuts for him. <laughs> yeah. But 
but you understand what I'm saying. Like you do want Deshaun Watson, but most likely, Dave, you'll go. You well, I'll, I'll go get my yes. two uh, cheaper quarterbacks, and it's two for one. It just depends um, on the prices, yeah. So we have two special strategies that we love the most um, picked out for all of our listeners. Um, two auction strategies each. And uh, Marco, I want you to kick it off and give me your number one auction draft strategy. Oh, my, my one? Okay, but it might not be the same. It might be a different order from what I said to you. Let's see. Whatever you – it doesn't matter. Mm. All right. All right. So I'm going to go off with – I'm going to go with this for number one at least because it's kind of the beginning of the whole thing and how you prep for it more so. So you should have a baseline ADP cost to go off of for every player. And I say that because you can go into these drafts and I know on MFL, it's different maybe than other sites and whatnot, but MFL is what we primarily use. And there's kind of nothing to go off of like whatsoever. Really not. You're looking at a lot of these guys. <laughs> like you have no idea, like should he be 100, 200? I have zero idea. Like what percentage of my team should I be spending on that? So you should have a plan going into it. What percentage you're doing now? You shouldn't, you don't have to stick to it the whole time, but you should be constantly looking at the ADP values and making sure that you know where guys land so that it, maybe you do outbid uh, an average cost of an ADP way more than it's supposed to be because it's your guy. That's fine. That's your decision. But at least you know, hey, I'm out spending here and it means I'm going to have to save down the road on X, Y, Z. Right. Um, if you don't go into it with an ADP cost, like you're completely screwed once you start trying to get your guys because you're, you're going to fly past that number. Dave, do you go in with an ADP little scale I, as Marco was talking about? I do not, but I I think what he's saying is smart. It's mm-hmm. again we, we use MFL, so it's kind of a. Uh, I take that back when I say I don't. I don't have it all listed out like some people would individually players or or I've seen people do like I'm gonna spend this much on this position, this much on this position, this much on the position on this position. Um, but I do have a baseline in my head of about what I want to spend. So similar, yes. Right. Um, but I don't have a number set to where, like, I'm going to do this. Because to me, you got to be fluid. And I've said this in, in regular drafts. You have to be able to adjust. So, um, yes, in the back of my head, I want to be smart about my money and how much I'm spending. But I don't set each individual player. Like some people do, and that's honestly, that's probably smarter. Um, but I'm more of a just fly by the seat of your pants kind of guy. So, you know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, we know we know that. Well, hey, I do want to add. I'm kind of the same way as Dave, where I don't have everything set out. I don't have my tier. Like, I have my tiers obviously in my head, and I know who I want. But I like to have my number one when my number one player on that position goes. Like, let's say Adams is a wide receiver <clears throat> position goes for seventy two dollars in a four hundred dollar budget. Now I know. Okay, I'm not going above seventy dollars on another receiver because that's the cap. That's the market. That's the That's way not I look true. At it. You can't do but, that. I, but hold on. But obviously you can't do that. It could easily change. But, yeah. But it can easily change. But I don't like to. I like to set the market at that's the top I, position. And I, I think want that's everyone. smart. I think you're right. But how many times have we seen and this is I don't know if this will probably come up at some point in this thing where I know it will. Um early in the draft, especially. Because yeah, one, everyone wants to spend their money, but everyone else is also like it's just two, tra- two train of thoughts. I want to get this guy bad, so I'm going to overpay for him. Or what also happens is there's more. There's eight more guys in this tier. I'm going to let this guy go. That guy goes for $72. The next three guys go for 90 and you're like, 
what the fuck just happened? And the guy that got Adams for 72 is like over here in the corner, like jerking his dick because he just, he just like stole. Yeah. That, that's what, that happens a absolutely. lot. Absolutely. Like guy. that, that yeah. first bar, it's either going to be too high or way too low. It's, it's, it's very rare that the like number one guy is the number one guy that at price at the position. Unless it's like an op, like a, like a CMC where everyone knows that you're going to spend a shit ton for that guy or, or, you know, Mahomes in the past at that position or Kelsey, you know, certain guys, but like, if there's a lot of similar, like I say, receiver, there's a lot of really good ones. There's, you know, probably five guys you could flip a coin on. Adams goes first. The next three guys, you're like, wow, the guy Adams got him thirty dollars, you know, fifteen dollars cheaper than the other guys got Jefferson or, or you know Chase or whoever. And, so, and that's that's why this is so important, right? Because like, if you don't go in with a number, then that <laughs> first one could be completely off, and you're not, you have no idea what to gauge it off of. If all you're doing to build like the values of each player is what the draft is playing out as, you can't know what that is until halfway through the draft. Like there has to be a beginning state. Now it'll definitely be fluid and change with it, right? But like there's gotta be something for out yeah. the gate what you're expecting. I don't yeah, disagree. I mean, I just I don't disagree with that at all. I just I hate I hate being the the guy who goes, you know what, I'm going this much over, like let's say Marco was Saquon. I'm gonna spend this much because I think he's worth that much. Well, shit, you could have got some, you know, it, it, it happens all the time. Uh, Dave, what's your number one tip? Um, Well, oh, my number one tip. I'm going to go with uh, get your guy a little bit. First of all, we had, I had two of them. I don't have, have them written down. <laughs> I remember I texted you earlier. Uh, what is get your guy? Uh, like we said earlier about, um, you know, snake drafts. Sometimes you can't get your guy because they're taken. And there's nothing you can do about it. In this, if there's a guy that you believe in and you trust in and you say, I'm getting him no matter what. I know how many times they were in drafts and I would get digs and you fucking assholes would dig them up because you know I wanted them. But you know what? I almost always ended up with them. Except for one time, Josh remembers this. <laughs> I let him have them because he wanted to be a dick. And I remember specifically you like you bit him up a dollar. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to let Josh eat him. And what happened? He took it was them like, and he was so mad. It was like $36 too. It was like- cheap. And then what happened? So we traded like a month later and I stole him from him. Him and uh, Jefferson. But anyways, um, get your guys. If you believe in this guy and you tr- like you truly – I've always said you know, in trades, you can't overpay for a guy if you believe in him. Yep. And, I, and I believe it's the same way. You can't overpay for this guy. You know, Last year it was you know, Deontay Johnson for me. Like, I wanted him everywhere, and I believed in him, and he paid off for me. Um, <clears throat> just get a guy. If, you, if, if you're going to pay more, pay more and save somebody else elsewhere because if – if you're right, you know, and you're and you believe in whoever it is, and you hit on him, then he's gonna more than make up for the you know the difference in the money because if he's as good as you hope he is or you think he is, then it won't matter if you spent a few extra dollars to get him, and you'll be happy that he's on your team because if you don't spend extra money and he blows up, you're gonna be killing yourself. You'll be so mad. You're like, why didn't I spend an extra three bucks? Because I want to be a cheap idiot, and now I'm stuck with this fucking bum on my roster. So get your guys if you believe in them. And even if it costs you a few extra dollars, it doesn't mean go there, nuts. Well, but, is there any kind know. of strategies like put that guy out first, put him out last, put him out so, in the middle? This is another part of the strategy. I don't know. If, I don't know. I don't remember my second. I'll be honest. I don't remember my second. I'll figure um, it out when you're talking about yeah, this strategy. Um, you can make it. You can make this your second. I know where you're going with it. Go ahead. But this <laughs> is this is another part of the game. Is is when to throw guys out. So say I'm throwing a guy out early in the draft for me. I will throw out guys that I don't want because I want that money gone. But you also have to be smart about it because 
say I want say I want Deontay Johnson, and I think he's the tier break at whatever you know wherever he's at. Well, guess what? There might be two or three other people that are, are with me. He also might be the end of that tier break, and everyone knows it. Everyone knows it. It's coming up. So now you think you're getting them a little bit cheaper because everyone wants to spend that money, but you also got to realize now you're fighting two or three other guys that still got a lot of money. So now you're probably going to pay more than you thought. So sometimes it's not it's not a bad idea. I've learned this over the years because I used to just wait for my guys, not ever throw out somebody I actually wanted, and always let let someone else throw out my guys. But then once you realize that, wow, he's the only guy left. Now I have to get him, but it's too late because there's four other teams that 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 got money left. What are we doing? That's my strategy number one. Don't be oh, the <laughs> don't be the first person. Don't be the first person to win the guy in the tier or the last guy. So. This okay, happens there you go. Go ahead. Every year, yeah. where every single year, mm. you'll everyone will throw out Eckler, CMC, Barkley, Kamara, and we're all just waiting. We're all waiting for okay. That okay, Marco just spent ninety eight dollars. All right, Dave just spent this much money. So then you're like, oh, my guy's coming up. And what happens is there's two teams usually, and there's only one guy left. And yep. I remember a couple of years ago, it was me and Dre trying to get Nick Chubb, and it was the last guy in the tier break. And Nick Chubb ended up being, I think, the second most, you know overpaid uh, running back in the draft because we were fighting for him. Don't ever say, Mm -hmm. I'm just going to wait till the last guy because there's always going to be one more guy going, well, I'm going to be the last guy. So you find out you get those discounts in the middle classes of the running backs, like the Ecklers or. I think, I think that's right. And then, I think think the discounts in the middle. Yeah. And then, like I said, the big difference between, between this and a snake draft when it comes to like Dave's suggestion with, you know, making sure you go get your guy. In a snake draft, somebody might take your guy just because that's what their fucking ADP was. And, and that's the worst part. On them, and then you could trade <laughs> yes. it. Well, that's – but listen, but listen. But that guy, you could go trade and say, let me get that guy, right? In an auction yeah, draft, yeah, yeah. whoever's taking your guy is paying a price that he decided the guy is worth. So either you decide right then and there that he's worth more and you pay more yeah. or you're not getting that fucking guy. Because that that person paid a specific amount that they decided he was worth. They're not going to go trade for less, unless they did what Josh did and tried to bid him up for one more dollar, and they got stuck with him. <laughs> Isn't that the worst, dude? So. I, you know what? That, that I don't think that's on my list of of things, but that's the tip that I want to tell everybody. So defense is 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 bidding people up. We've all done it, and it's it is a strategy, but you have to be careful because. You to me, I'm not gonna. I've how many times have we had this? I know we've had this conversation where Marco's in the chat. And he's like, Dave, go bid up that guy an extra dollar to. He's way too cheap. And I say, you know what? <laughs> yes, I did. I agree with you, but I'm not willing to get caught with that guy for that price because I don't like that. Even though I think he's probably a little bit too cheap, I also don't want to get caught with him because be he's, yeah. he, I don't want him stuck on my roster because I don't like if I don't believe in that guy. If there's a guy that I think is too cheap that I would be happy to have, I'll bid that guy up. No, no issue. But I like, like I knew Josh. Josh has never liked Diggs, never. And he, and I knew he did that shit on purpose to get me. And I was like, "Fuck you, take him. And I'll get him from you later because I know you don't like him." And it happened. But don't bid up these guys. Like, what's that one dollar gonna do? Yeah, I, I would rather you spend an extra dollar. But if it doesn't work out and you get stuck with a guy you don't want, you're gonna be mad at yourself. So be careful. Be careful. No That's one, all I'm saying is be careful. But sometimes no one thinks 10, about this. $10, $15, too low. Yeah. Yeah, I know. But hey, look, no Go one ahead, thinks God. about this. And, and, <laughs> I'm and like this is actually, you guys, just so you guys know. Yeah, get out of the basement. 
Um, <laughs> come to come to Florida. Uh, yeah. So when you when so when you do bid someone up, let's say I bid someone up on digs for to be a dick. Now I just freed up Dave twenty five, thirty five dollars, whatever it is. Now he's gonna take that money and go after a player you want, and you can't go win that. And now you back. can't even it's, afford him anymore. Exactly. exactly. That's that's the point. So don't pick fights. <clears throat> where you don't really want to deal with the consequences. That's like I did. I, I, the thing advice. is, you you knew, and, and honestly, nine times out of ten, nine, 99 times out of 100, you knew I was going to go back for digs. That's the thing is, you knew that, and I always have. But I decided in that moment, I know he doesn't want him. I know I can get him from him later. And I was really pissed, so I said, I'm going to let you sit on him for the whole And I almost, I remember, I remember this. This clock was running down. I almost went in, and I was like, you know what, let me steal him back. Even though it's an extra dollar, and I'm I'm pissed at him, but I was like, no, I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna bail him out because then he wins, and I can't let that happen. <laughs> well, well, and the the and, and to add on to this outbidding someone just because I remember I did this to you with Andy Dalton. It ends up costing. Oh my god! It ends up costing That's the worst. And when you that go back after worse. them. Tell, explain what happened, Dave. It was the best. Yeah, so he was at like eight, he was cheap, and it was a it was a super flex league, and I need a quarterback, and he was like eight or nine bucks, and I was gonna get him cheap, and I was happy with that. Josh bids him up like an extra dollar or two, and now he restarts the clock because the clock was literally about to run out. This is what pissed me off the most. So the clock had like less than an hour left. I'm like, you're a piece of shit. So now it resets the clock, and it gives everyone a chance to relook at the board, which is what which is what happens in the shitty part. And so now, a couple guys that were like, you know what, that is too cheap. Let me go and grab him because they now have a whole new timer. And he ends up going for like $19 and like double the price. I was I was so mad. I was so mad. <laughs> yeah, that was the worst. That was probably the, the worst clock one. Reset sure. is the most the worst. infuriating fucking thing. Talking to Alex. I almost stopped talking to my brother Alex because of him fucking outfitting <laughs> me with like one minute. Like I almost disowned him and never spoke to him. Yeah. You can literally destroy a draft or what, like just by doing that less than a minute bid. And I do it all the time. I do it at least once a year. And I tell people I'm going to do it. I did it Alex last year. I forgot who it was for. That was fun. You were such a dickhead last year. And I remember you fucking doing it to everybody. And you would call it out. You'd be like, I'm going to fucking do it with five minutes left. I'm letting you all know right now. And then you just. That's why I had. I I stuck him with digs that time. That's why I did it. Because I was like, I'm tired of your shit. Like, (laughs) I try to be a nice guy, but it's more fun when there's chaos. Like, because you want to write. You want to raise those prices up in the end. Like, that's what I like to do. Is I do. I, Dave, I'm the master at this. Beginning of the drafts, I always throw out irrelevant fucking players. And they go for way too much money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every like a year, backup like, running back, go go. They should go for like a dollar, literally a dollar. We'll go for like six, and you're like, wow, like that doesn't hit, seem like a lot, but that's five bucks is a lot. Like that yeah, that's, hit, that's hidden money. I usually get off the board with those picks, and it, it works every single time. Marco, your number two tip for auction startups. Yeah, so my number two, and this is where auction really becomes full strategy, and it becomes chess versus a snake draft checkers, is constantly be monitoring everybody else's budget and their team and everything like uh, an auction is a state a snake on steroids in this scenario like you would be let's say you're you're the 10th pick in a snake and i got dave and josh at 11 and 12 like what do you do you typically at that 10th pick are looking okay what do they need on their next two picks they both have qb and i'm between a qb and a running back all right then i'll take the running back because the qb is going to fall to me 
You could do that in a snake, but it's just for like one round at a time. This is all the players on the board at all times with all 12 other players who could chime in here. So you've got to constantly be tracking their budgets and seeing like, all right, if I bid this much, can anybody else even chime in? Or, you know, who are the competitors? Who's going to be in the market for this guy? It's constant, constant tracking on that side. Mm-hmm. I always like to see who has the most money that needs this position. I, I like Sorry. this. Like, let's say, let's say, for example, Sweep has the, our, one of our players has the most money and he needs running backs. I'm good with running backs. I think I'm going to throw running backs out because I want to monitor his money and get that money off the board as quick as possible. Dave, no, I, I agree that? with that. No, I, I heard it. Um, Sorry, my daughter walked in the room. This is why I, we do late shows. She's still not asleep. Um, <laughs> yes, I agree with that completely. Um, you you got to keep track of, of all the money. I mean, early on, it's not as much. Yeah. But especially like about midway, you really got to start doing exactly that, keeping track of. Who's gonna need that other running back? Um, you know, who's got the most money? You know, what players are coming up that you might want? You know, all of that stuff. Then, yeah, yeah, that it gets it gets real dice. I remember, I remember a couple of years ago, we couldn't figure it out on MFL how to figure out like where all the money, like how much who has got money. So one of the guys, I remember he because he he showed me the pictures. He wrote down like how much money every single team on a big whiteboard in his house. <laughs> and he was sharing – Josh, I'm pretty sure you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> and and he'd, like, he'd, be like, he'd be like, this guy's got this much money. This guy's got this much money left. And I'm like, dude, you did all that work. That's awesome. Thank you. Because <laughs> we couldn't figure out on MFL, like, there is a spot. And I figured there was, but I just couldn't find it. And, uh, yeah, he did all this research. Like, he's got – this is his team. It was crazy. And it was – I mean, it was smart because, yeah, we couldn't figure it out. But, uh, yeah, you need to keep track. About halfway through in the rest of the draft, monitor all of everybody's money. And another thing about money and monitoring it, we play with the reserve on where you can bid $80. And let's say the player's worth 40 when you do it, it's only going to show that you bid 40 or whatever. And then, but you see that you have 80. Yeah. How much, how, how often do you utilize that? Because I know a lot of players don't. I sometimes I'll bid a dollar and I win the player. Like a lot of people don't u- utilize that. You got to you got to use it. it. The biggest time to use it is when it's on a guy that you think is worth more. That's where again, like I, I like to have that ADP cost because if I have a guy that I think is worth way more than what average people are going to pay for it, then like I'm just going to list it at my max right out the gate. Or like when you're going for like my guy, right, and you're trying to get that. When you go for your guy, you list it at your fucking max. You don't play around. Like go list. Oh yeah, it at your max. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and then that way somebody else can come get it, or if they come get it, it's past what you think it's worth. See, I don't agree with that because let's say, for example, I wanted 101 as a rookie. And like, well, I think it's worth $65. I'm not going to go ahead and put my max at 65 because someone's going to test that limit to 65 no matter what. Someone that always will. You think it's worth 65? No, but hold yeah, on. No, but, I, but I see what you're saying. Hold on. I, I, I see you put it sides. at 45, put it at 45, <laughs> and then you guys bid that $1 each until once someone quits. And let's say you don't want to spend 65 now. Now you only spend 54 yeah, you see or, what I mean? Or somebody uh, – I get it. And I'm not saying you don't do that at times, but I'm saying when it's your guy, like when it's the one dude that you want on your team, you yeah, don't play that risk because somebody who could come in could say, all right, well, I'm going to put it at 70 now that I have it again. Like now that I took it over, I don't want it to say anybody take it. I'm putting it at 70. Yeah, now, now he's going even higher because, yeah, yeah. you're you're. that's true. I, I, I get that too. Yeah, there's both sides. It's just like if I it's, don't ever want to put my max because I think someone, no matter who it is, 
will go to that max because they want to see. People want to see the max. I do. I do it all the time. I don't. I I won't. If I think a guy's worth that, I might. But I kind of do both. A lot of times I'll put it to where I'm comfortable. I'll, I'll, I know I should stay ahead for a little while. And, um, you know, but I'm not at my max. Like, I'm willing to go more. Again, but this is also but maybe it's not a guy I love. Maybe it's a guy I just really like. And there's another guy I really like. So my guy's at 65. Someone comes in. I think he's worth a little bit more. But I, you know what? Let me let him go because I can get this other guy for 55. You know, I'll do that. Like, I won't put him on my max. So, and then we'll play this $1 game that Josh is talking about. Uh, who's who's going to go back and forth with me until we, you know, win the guy. So, and then, but <clears throat> what I like to do as well on top of that, um, damn it, I forgot what I was going to say. Marco, yeah, go. I'll take, I'll Fuck. take over. So the, the only other downside of doing that, like playing that game and not <clears throat> setting your max is the timer. So for anybody yeah. not used to it, like the timer, there's a, typically we do 12 hour timer to start. There's a timer that goes on. And if the, when the bet or when the high bid gets reset, that's when the timer resets. Otherwise the timer keeps going. And then once it runs out, you get your player. So if you don't put that high, that timer is going to keep resetting and it gives the opportunity for more people to actually get into it. You want it to be done. And that's what that's what I forgot to say. I always do this when it's an hour or 45 minutes on the clock. I'll go in add there money. I'll, I'll add that's money to it. Yes. Yep. That's I'll do what that I too. do because yeah. I don't want to risk. That's what I, that's what I was thinking about. How to do. I did it with Tyreek Hill one time. It was like he was super cheap and sweep all of a sudden the last hour. He took him from a thirty dollar player. I'll never forget because I was on the phone with Dave going, Dave, stop yeah. bidding on this player. <laughs> and I was Remember? like, it's not me. I don't know what you're Remember? doing. I, don't I was know. like, Dave, stop bidding on my fucking player. And then he went from like $30 to like $50 in like five minutes. And I'm like, if I didn't put my max up yeah. at awesome. that time, I would have lost I remember him. that. Yeah. I was yeah. furious. I've, I'll do that about like halfway through if I'm like, okay, like I really – I kind of like this guy. I don't like the other options on the board. I'll up my bid to, you know, a couple bucks if I think he's worth it just to make sure I get him. Yeah, I agree with that. And that's and that's a reason to keep monitoring the whole time too. Like like you said, you gotta look at who else is on the board. Like mm-hmm. maybe this guy, maybe now you actually do want to spend twenty bucks over your limit on that guy. Your limit changed because everybody else is fucking gone, or you know you're not gonna get them. Or like they went to a price that you don't agree with, and now you're yeah. like, all right, well, I don't I don't want Cooper Cup for that much. I, I'd rather have Justin Jefferson for X Y Z. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. Yep, I agree. Dave, you get your second tip, Dave. I got like, one. What is it? I know you got it. What is it? No, I don't. I couldn't find it, but I got one. If you want to talk about it's this, it's in the one. text. It's on the message. All right, I got it. I got it. I'll find. I'll find Dave's fucking thing. Look at him. I go in the basement. I can't. The only one to ask order on this show. I know it was. Uh, uh, get your guy and what the fuck was it? But I wanted to talk about. I wanted to talk about. Don't when get to caught throw with out. money left over. Oh, there you yes, go. There, okay, so people do this shit because they think they're slick, and they will. So it it can work really well if you do it right. There's so one, many people that fuck it up, though. So many yes. people that fuck it up. They, 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 I've seen people that will literally not touch the first wave or two waves or three waves of players and let all that big money go. And honestly, that's not a bad idea. It's fine. I've tried to do it before, but I can never stay out of it personally. I always want like one guy or two. Um, but then they will just load up on all of the mid guys because they have all the money left and their team is stacked and they still have all these second, third, fourth round guys who are great and they can, that's fine. <clears throat> but there's also the other one of you let all the talent go. And now you trying to be too cheap and trying to save every dollar, which doesn't make sense because you have all the money left. And now all that's left is 
garbage players or average players and your team is full of like meh and then not only that are you left with all this money because everyone else is only bidding two dollar players you're spending eight dollars on two dollar players so uh you usually have money left over and your team's not that good because you waited too long so yeah don't get caught with money left over and don't be too cheap to where now you have all this money not only just the money that, you know, your team's not good enough. Like, you can't compete because you thought you were going to, you know, wait for all these deals. And guess what? <clears throat> you waited too long. <laughs> yeah, I, I pulled up I pulled up our, our cut draft from last Ooh, year. That was at, fun. I, I wanted to look at some of those, some of those overpaid, like, guys who should be going for a couple bucks and went for a shit ton. Uh, let's see. So... <laughs> LaVisca Chenault went for the same price as Aaron Rodgers in a super flex. That's awesome. Wow. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> That's my favorite stat of the incredible. night. Absolutely incredible. Um, here's, here's another one. Jalen Rager went for $2 cheaper than Cooper Cup. Oh, my God. <laughs> Who did that? Yep. Uh, young guns. That's that was Davy, wasn't it? Oh, Davy! <laughs> wow! Wow! Uh, those are some good. That's rough. I'll, I'll leave it at those. But that's. I mean, it's just constantly happens. You see, it's typically that like for us with our price. What 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 do we set it at? Two hundred. We always do four hundred. Four hundred. So for us, for four hundred, it's always that that like the guys that should be going for single digits end up in the teens. Like that's that's the yep. one. There's just multiple. Somebody collects like. Four guys for fifteen bucks that should have been five, and it's like, all right, well, yep. that extra forty bucks could have gotten got you a stud. Taylor instead of fucking Antonio Gibson. Like that's a big yep. difference between those two. So yeah, don't don't fuck that up. I definitely agree with that. Um, and my last strategy is simply shop at the clearance rack at, for especially the wide receiver position. What I mean by that, every year when a receiver turns twenty-seven, everyone acts like he's dying. Like, yeah. like we saw Devontae Adams go for super cheap last year to you, Marco. You see, we see it every single year. Once they hit 27, for some reason, people think they're useless. They want to spend all the money on the young guys, which is totally fine. It's a dynasty. But those 27-year-old receivers are still going to be good for the next three or four years. And we play for, you know, three to four-year windows. And you can get a lot of these guys super cheap. And, like, we do a $400 limit. I'm talking 30 bucks for these receivers that are going to produce for the next – Four years. See Cooper, every year. Cooper Cup again. And that it does. the example I gave, Cooper Cup went for sixteen bucks in that league. Wow. The, the elite receivers, like the top ten receivers, went for in the sixties to seventies. And he went for sixteen bucks. Like, he was twenty seven. Wow. And, and you're gonna see it this year with Allen Robinson, and maybe he deserves it because of bad poor play, but you're gonna see it with these value. veterans. You're gonna I know, but you're gonna see it. It's just gonna happen with mm-hmm. these veterans. Just they're just gonna go too low. And I think what do you guys think the gap is? This is off topic between Higgins and Chase. Is Chase a hundred dollar player? In our, in our, is he a, is he a twenty five percent of your roster? Um, Nobody, nobody's twenty five percent of your roster. Yeah, they are. Bullshit. We spend a hundred dollars on players all the time, and we do four hundred. The top guys are always about a hundred. Yeah, um, and, it's, yeah. and it's a mistake. I mean, if you drafted, I don't, if you drafted a year ago or two years ago, guess who those top guys were? Saquon, Saquon Barkley. Like, it's a mistake to spend twenty five percent of your budget on any player. Last year, I spent over a hundred dollars on CMC and Mahomes. And my team is still competitive. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. You can spend the money. As okay, long but as you're saying you know it wasn't how. a mistake. You're. I mean, obviously, it was a mistake. I don't think it was a mistake. That much on CMC. I at that no. I don't. You think just made up for it. That high. 
I'm saying it was I'm, a mistake. In, in retrospect, it was a mistake, right? CMC is not nearly worth that much anymore. Of course. So I mean, that, that's deterioration. But that's um, what I'm saying. He just if he would have won the league, ways. maybe you could say something different. But um, right. I don't know. Uh, well, we'll players C- happen all the time. So well, hold on. Chase, replace, probably. Repl- replace CMC <laughs> with Chase, yeah. And what is Higgins? Does Higgins make him like a 20% To player? me, <laughs> I like Higgins a lot. He's never going to be the alpha on that team. Chase has already taken that over. And I think Higgins is really good, but I think Higgins is a good high-end wide receiver too, whereas Chase is the wide receiver one or wide receiver two overall. He's a little bit younger. I think he's a little bit better. So I think Chase is the dominant one to have on that team. Higgins was super inconsistent a lot last year too. At the end of the year, he started coming back and playing pretty well. But like for the first part of the year, he was not that good. And people don't people forget that he he missed a couple games in the beginning of the year. That was really it. I mean, he was just completely average. I agree with you completely. He's the thing is, you never want a guy, or at least you're not going to pay elite money for a guy who can't be a top five. And unless and he can't exactly, he can't be. That's what I'm saying. No, he can. He will never be the alpha on that team ever. And that's why when people say I love Higgins, he's a top eight or ten receiver. I'm like, there's no way because his upside is limited because of Chase. And that doesn't mean you can't have two great receivers. But that doesn't mean – but that also means – I take that back. It doesn't mean you can't have two great receivers on the team. It doesn't mean he can't still be a top 12 to 15 guy, but he'll never be the top five guy. Yeah, 10 – like 10 is his ceiling. Yeah, pass, I think so. He can't pass yeah. 10 as the second receiver on your team. So. I agree. That's what I – I mean, unless yeah, I, I agree they have that. like a one-year like wonder where they both have like, you know, 1,500 yards. But that's like – that's not going to be consistent enough. Like, so you know, right. he might have that one year, but yeah, not consistently. So, would you rather have Chase? I know, I know the answer because you guys are both cheap. Would you guys rather have Chase at a hundred or Higgins at fifty? Chase, a hundred is just a lot. I would rather have Chase for twice as much as Higgins, but like, I probably wouldn't want Higgins for fifty or Chase for a hundred. I think. I mean, I probably agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, but, uh, are, but if, yeah, if I mean, you're asking, I, I would I pay like... twice as much as Higgins for Chase? hundred, yeah, easily, easily. Yeah, I okay. see what you're saying. I just, yeah, I just want to make sure because I, I, I hate the hundred dollar. I'm I'm over it because of obviously last year CMC and <laughs> Mahomes both both regressed and both are taking a huge shot this year. God, it sucks. Um, do we have any more auction tips? Because I have trivia that I totally forgot about. Oh yeah, so did I. yeah, I want the trivia. Trivia is hard. Trivia is hard this week, guys. Trivia is hard. Cheers. I, I hope you guys get at least one of these. Look. It's a list. You made it nice and hard for my first appearance. I like it. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. I respect the Okay. So it is a, the first one has five answers. I'm going to give you a stat and then you have to name the five players. Oh, we did this before. Okay. Okay. So. Okay. I'm not going to touch my computer. I don't want you. All right. I, I like literally started pulling up stats for a second. You're like, such wait. a dirtbag. Right. This one, right, th- this one is a solid stat. Don't worry. Research <laughs> by me. Only five pass catchers had ten or more games with double-digit targets. Who are they? Adams, Diggs, Cup, um, Jefferson. Justin whoa, Jefferson. whoa! You guys are going way too fast. Hold on. Cup, ding. You got that one right. Congratulations. Wait, so say it again. Only five pass catchers had double-digit targets. How many times? Ten times last year. Okay. No. 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 Jefferson? 
Jefferson is a winner. Yep, he yeah, did it ten. So. T- he, he did it ten times, and Cup did it fourteen times. By the way, there's two Deont- more. Deontay Johnson. Deontay Johnson yes. had eleven. Good call. Eleven games. Was Adams? Adams has to be one. Adams wasn't one. Adams was not one. No. Kelsey got to be Kelsey. No, Kelsey did not bad. have. That's absurd. Kelsey did not. He said pass catchers instead of receivers. That's why so? I know it wasn't tied in on the list. <laughs> so if it wasn't him, then it was, had to have been Andrews. Mark Andrews said. No, there's no tight end. end. The pass catcher was a trick. (laughs) All right. Well, you got me. The pass catcher would have been CMC (laughs) if he played last year, but that's that's it. So there's Uh, two more. What, three so far? Two more receivers than. Yep. Um, You you named one of their teams. You named both of their teams. I named their teams? Yeah, someone did. Well, players on the teams. Renfro? No, not Renfro. <laughs> it have, guys, I said Adams and Diggs. It, it would have been those guys if it was from there. Nope, nope, nope. Um, you want me to tell you? One got no, traded. No, no. One got traded. Oh, Tyreek? Tyreek. Tyreek with 10 games, yep. And the last I, I one. I didn't realize he got targeted that much. All right. Last one should be obvious. I know. Oh, the... Last one. Last one. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Was it Chase? No. No, right. It's not Chase. Chase, Chase, Chase he, he, doesn't, yeah, he didn't have that many targets. targets. No. Yeah. He didn't. Uh, no. I know, but he said it should be obvious. So I was just like, what, you know, because we yeah. didn't say this whole time. All right. Who's the last uh, one? No, 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 no. The reason why I brought this stat up because I had to look it up during a fight in our chat, like, I think five days ago. And fuck that guy. CMC is worth way more than that. DJ Moore, got it. Oh, got D- it. DJ Moore. He's a Moore. fucking stud. <laughs> I'm sorry DJ that you Moore. lost that. You should have taken that trade. I stand by what I said, 100%. If you could go back now and get DJ Moore and a first-round pick for those trash guys that I offered you, yes, right now on the on the straight up, I like CMC, but his value is so, like, it's about to drop off. Like, if you could get a young receiver and a first-round pick, I'm, I'm just telling you, I 100% stand by that trade. I think that was more than a fair trade, and I think you should have taken it. All right, well, I got one more trivia for you. It's another <laughs> list just like that. This one is only eight running backs had 10 or more targets in the red zone in 2021. In the red, in the zone, red zone? In the red zone. Wait, how many total? Is total? total? Only targets. eight running backs. Only okay. only eight running backs, yes, had 10 or more total targets in the red zone. Who okay. are they? Eckler? Yeah. Eckler had 16. Aaron Jones. Jonathan Taylor? Jonathan Taylor's not on the list. Aaron Jones. Aaron Ooh, Jones had 15. That's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, Cook? Cook's not on the list. Najee. Oh, yeah. Najee had, Najee had 14. Yeah. So you guys got one, Ooh, two, three, missing? four, five. You guys got five more. Is Cordero Patterson considered one? Is, is he on the list? Yeah. 12. Okay. He had 12. Um, guys are missing one obvious one, two obvious ones, in my opinion. JD McKissick, no, not on the list. Not CMC, right? No, he gave enough. No, I mean, yeah, I know he didn't, but you never know. He's one game, he did happen before. Um, fuck, fuck me. Who am, uh, I, who am I missing at the top? Uh, you said it's two- obvious. You're missing the so first guy, Zeke. second guy, Zeke, 17, yes. Zeke had 17. Okay. 17 He's number two on the list. He's not even number one. So who's number one? You said you already said Eckler. Yeah. 
This guy Nick, is Mixon. Mixon's not oh, on the wow. list. Um, fuck. One should be one thousand percent. He should have been the first name off your mouth. Like Eckler's the, like obviously the one on one of this. You would think, but number two is as obvious. I'm gonna loss for like the Kareem top Hunt. running backs. No, not no, Kareem not Hunt. even close. Not Kareem. Yeah. He would have been last year. Last year he did a lot. Not last yeah. year. Yeah, 2020. The year before. Last year, yeah, but 2021 he didn't play yeah, enough years, games. Years emerging. Think I about games know. played. Think about good offenses. Oh, Kamara. Kamara had 14. He's on the list. Oh, duh. Yeah. You guys are missing the number one guy and the guy. Still? Missed, yeah, the Still number one. Missing the number one guy. Yeah. And you're missing the last guy on the list too. So you guys have got all the middle. You guys got all the meat. All right. All right. Who who I know you want to type 45, but I'll stay on here for a fucking hour until I get this. DeAndre uh, Swift. Swift is the last uh, guy on the list with eleven. Okay. Yeah. So there's one one more, more guy. Had number one guy. The most the most red zone targets of any running back, and we can't think of it. Uh who in the F? <laughs> This one's not obvious. So. I never draft running backs. I thought you said it was obvious. No, yeah. I said Kamara. I was, I was saying Kamara was obvious. Oh, okay. He was number one, but he's not obvious? No, he's not number one. Yeah, the guy who's number one is not obvious is what you're Wait, saying. Wait, he's, he's not obvious, no. Really? Yeah. It's not obvious. You're not. You're gonna get it eventually because if you just think of a good offense and you just <laughs> name all right, let's, let's just go teams. Let's go teams. Let's start naming teams here. <laughs> Buffalo, Miami. No, 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 not the Jets. Not I'm the, the AFC, Patri- yeah. Not the Patriots. All right, move on. Who, who we got? Who we got next? Denver, no. Oakland. Not Jacobs. He didn't have any. No, he doesn't get right. Set. He doesn't get targets. Not Jacobs. Not Jacobs. Chargers. Oh, Eckler. We already said him. Who's said, the other yeah. team in that division? Who's the other team in that it's, fucking division? Is it, is it, C- is it CEH? No. It's not no, CEH. I'm not going to even guess that. I'm not even going to guess that. That sucks. I don't even want to waste my breath guessing on that one. All I already right. said Jonathan Taylor. Uh, Who's Jacksonville's guy? Was it giant? It's not, Jeff. it's not Gibson. No. It's not, no. not going to be Miles Sanders. All right. What other divisions are there? Who Dave Montgomery? Dave no. Montgomery? No. Question mark? No, no, not David right. Montgomery. Just fucking tell us. No, no. Wait, how many more divisions we got left? He's just oh, naming right. every running back. He's just uh, like, that's what I'm saying. Every division, every team. AFC. Uh, oh, Ra- uh, Ravens. Freeman. 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 No. Was it Freeman? No. Ding, ding. Oh, God, hey, let it go. How do we not know that? He had caught a shit ton of passes. Yeah, we should have got that already. Fournette had 18 total red zone targets. Yeah. That's insane. No, that, that makes 100% well. sense. You guys just only had to run through the entire freaking NFL <laughs> to figure it out. Because like, you're not thinking about like elite pass catchers, but yeah, he catches a shit ton. So as soon as he said it, I'm like, yeah, that makes 100% sense. Yeah, once I got to the Bucks, so I was like, all right. I was like, yeah, because yeah. he has a good he has a good offense. They're always in the red zone, and Tom Brady loves to dump it down. Like that was obvious to Checkdown me. Checkdown machine. Yeah. Okay. All right. You're right. So that is your 2022. Auction startup draft strategy show of the year. We'll do another one next year. We always do it. It's always fun. A little refresher. I want more people to play auction. I get, you know, people tell me if, if you want any player you want in a snake, just trade for them. No, it shouldn't be that way. We should all have an equal opportunity to get our own guys and play the game the right way and build the team we actually like. How many times do you come off an auction going, I fucking nailed it? All of us do. All of us do. I know we do. It's your team. 
Yep. How many yep. snakes do we do? We're like, yeah, I wish I could have got that guy just because one guy didn't fall. Come on. Yep. Yeah. Ridiculous. One guy can literally change your whole draft because now you're like, I don't want him. And I wanted that guy and I wanted that position. Now I'm going to switch because I don't like the next guy on that position all the time. Yeah, I agree completely. That uh-huh. sucks. Yep. yep. It does suck. But um, thank you for coming on, Marco. You won trivia. Dave is obviously an idiot. Um, Sorry, Dave. <laughs> um, Dave, where can we find you on Twitter lately? You're being very nice today. I'm always nice. At Viking Dave 18. What are you talking about? Yeah, and so I'm going to be on another a, show. In this wasn't a very years. controversial uh, episode. I want to be invited back on when like Dave and I can get into an argument about something. Like This is just like you know we're all patting each other's backs about the strategy. I'm down. We're not going to argue. Marco, anytime you want to come on, you're good to go. You're a good guy. You're awesome. We enjoy oh, you. you. Just, you know, and, and sometimes, like, I don't know what you did, but your internet was trash, and I didn't say anything about it, but whatever you yeah, did. We, you were cutting out a little it. bit. I think so. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what you did. Yeah, it, it did get awesome. better in the second half. It's true, yeah. I looked so, at my computer really hard, and it worked. <laughs> so hopefully everyone stood around and actually heard you because you had some good facts. But um, you can find him on Twitter <clears> somewhere. I tell him to get on. He'd be a great follow if he tried because he's very smart, well-written. I don't tweet. But he does not tweet. You can find me what, at Josh Kimmel what is US. Sweet? What is sweet? Um, I tweet nonsense nonstop, literally nonstop. No, yeah, literally nonsense. That's why I talk so much shit to you because I'm annoyed by it. Every every time I think about getting on Twitter, I look at Josh's Twitter and then I say, "No, fuck that. I'm not. I'm not gonna." You know what? Jo- don't be Josh on Twitter. <laughs> once Just a off. month, I pop one, guys. Once a month. All right. Until next time, I will see you guys next. Well, next week, Dave. No, probably not. Damn what are we talk about next week? The draft. The I draft, don't know. Maybe. I don't know that thing that's happening. Well, We'll talk. We'll talk. We'll see. Bye. I don't know rookies. What do you want me to tell you?